friends, folks of all kinds and creeds, welcome back to Cerulea! A wild world of adventure under a multicolored sky. I'm Damien Ashcroft, the dungeon master of this adventure. Joining me at the table are adventurers for Chapter 2. Playing Mrs. Mugwort, we have Carolina Furman. Hello. Playing new guy in town, Gub Fiddens, we have Ewan Laurie. And mitochondria, the previously dragonborn and now elephant-ish, is Elizabeth Savage. I believe in personal change. And our precocious rogue lock, Elsie, is played by Ashley Bletchenden. Hello. To recap, on the last episode of Cerulea, we entered the house of Heartfire, opening in the basement. You saw Allura Sunfang, currently de facto captain of the guard, having snuck into the house, being let in by the guards who are currently guarding the house. She was trying to break into the vault downstairs. Some cunning enchantments allowed you guys to escape her. You notice that she is followed now by a dwarven artificer. I believe that's the young son of Primrose Gar Cotton. <laughs> Kevin Gar Cotton, the dwarven artificer. Kevin. Um, we have a halfling with a golden sash who currently all you know about him is that his name is Bobby and that he is a lieutenant of Allura's of some kind. And there's a few other guards in tow. They're all currently trying to find you in the house, but thanks to mitochondria's familiarity with the layout of this magnificent mansion, you were able to slip on up a secret corridor from the wine cellar, secret tunnel, up to the second floor in the east wing, where you found Mitochondria's bedroom. Before Elura was able to break down the door to the bedroom, you were all able to slip on out the window just as everybody gets in the downstairs window to enter the dining room. Mitochondria has grabbed something from under her pillow, tied it underneath her trunk, and Hercules out the window, leaving Elura none the wiser to your exit. In the dining room, you guys had a brief moment to chill. You resolve to, if you can't get back to the vault very easily, maybe you can at least hit Timmy's room on the way because you understand from Peter that Timmy's journal potentially has some secrets that may resolve the orb and or the ratification of the people of the city. But you know he is on the other side of the mansion in the tallest tower of the West Wing. Entering the kitchen, Gub thought, just before we leave, I might check to see if there's a cookie jar because that's always, for me, the hardest place to reach. And lo and behold... Mugwort tried to open the thing, but it required too much uh, trick of strength and dexterity. She slipped it in a bag and resolved to check it out later and donned some hastily created ghost costumes. Elsie, if you wouldn't mind actually just rolling a d20 at the top just to determine how good these disguises are. I wanted to let disguise be I thought we did. We we did it, but I can't remember for the life of me, so (laughs) let's find out. 11. 11 on the die. Do I get any extra? This is going to be a deception check with intelligence to design a disguise. So plus three. Yeah. So 14. 14. So 14 is the role anybody looking at your disguise will have to beat to know that you are, in fact, not a ghost. Gotcha. Or just look at the paisley pattern. (laughs) So you're in the kitchen. You've grabbed the cookie jar. You're like, all right, let's book it to Timothy's room. We've opened the door into the corridor and at exactly the same moment, the door opposite has opened, revealing our halfling with the yellow sash who is now facing you. And that is where we begin today. I will roll a perception check for this halfling. With a 13 on the die and a plus three. <gasps> <gasps> so he immediately he goes, go, and reaches for his holy symbol and then he looks down and just sees like a bunch of boots. <laughs> 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 just wait a minute. Uh, and... Ooh. 
Um, <laughs> we'll attempt to raise an alarm. I'll let everybody roll initiative against him. Oh, boy. To see if you can get to him before he screams on his turn. Just to check, does he say that he ain't afraid of no ghost? <laughs> I got three. <laughs> I also got a three. Wow. I got 16. I got okay. 18. Did you okay. Um, no, I did not. Uh, yeah. I'm still distracted introduce. with the cookie jar, so I'm not paying attention. Which one's my oh, oh, Yeah, it three. brings it up to a mighty four. Mine wow. brings it up to six. Lucky. This guy got a seven, which means he does go before Elsie and Mugwort, but both mitochondria and Gub will have an opportunity to silence him. I'm definitely out of bardic inspiration, but did yeah. I cast any spells last time? Well, have you marked any spell slots? Let's roll all the dice. Running dry on spells. Can you tell we haven't played for weeks? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a sec. Mitochondria right, Shink has only cast the one command spell. I was, I was about to ask that. Can yeah. I cast that again? You could absolutely try it again with your action. What would you like to command him to do? Silence. Uh, all right, he's going to make a wisdom save against your DC. Uh, rolling a 19 on the die. Oof. But unfortunately, the um, the stuffed toy currently oh. in front of your mouth <laughs> somewhat. He says, What? Uh, Gub, what do you got? Ooh, um, okay, so we're going to run past him. So uh, I'm going to uh, tell him a terrible joke okay. uh, and cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Okay. Um, Rolling a five, what is she saying to this guy? All I can think of is cheese jokes right now. <laughs> hey, he was what the one kind who sniffed of, the cheese. What kind of cheese do you use to hide a horse? He's like, what? Mascarpone. <laughs> he spends his turn laughing. I'm going to roll perception checks for the other guards in the house as he bursts out with raucous laughter. Oh, yeah, right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of silence. Yes. Okay. We run past him quickly. Yes. Even with disadvantage, you hear, like, from further down a corridor, uh, somebody going, oh, what's up with that? Uh, and you think you are moments from being made. Go, 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 go. Elsie's uh, just ahead of... Mrs. Mugwort in this case. If you guys just want to beat a retreat, you have that option as a group, but you can try to deal with this guy here and now. I vote for running. That action as well. Um, can I make a minor illusion to be his mum? Huh. Telling him off. <laughs> I can't use a mum move. That's my thing. I learned it from the best. It did. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> hey. Do you have to remember my voice. mum looks like? Hey. His mum is a halfling, because he's a halfling, yeah. and uh, she has a, an apron on. Uh, she has a stern voice, and um, and can I make it say something? Um, oh, <laughs> a minor illusion can only, only be one. one sensory element, so you could uh, not create a voice and an image. Can I help? You could create an image of his mum and hope that the ventriloquist yeah. over here... So could... I just create the image and can, it can move, can't it, a little yeah. bit? Yeah, so it's just like um, waggling a finger. Waggling a finger. This is awesome. Okay, and then you're going to try to say the voice. Yeah, I want, I want to... Can I use intimidate? Yes. Now, Elsie is creating an illusion and moving the mouth, and then Mugwort is trying to lip sync with the illusion... <laughs> to tell this guy off. Do we know this guy's name? It's... Bobby. Bobby, young man, what do you think you're doing? Crawling around an abandoned house at this time of night? Go home this instance. Right on. Um, It is the middle of the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, but... (laughs) But it's almost dinner. It's It's almost almost dinner time. Okay, cool. So, all right, what we need here is a complex role. This is a deception check uh, from Elsie with disadvantage. Got an eight. 
Oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. I get to re-roll on any twirl of one. Oh, uh, I remembered my special play. skill. So, eight. Um, so what you rolled the first time. This guy's going to make an insight check against an eight, beat it by 12, and be like, <laughs> just, that's not my mum, guys. <laughs> Clearly not my mum. What the fuck are you trying to do? Anyway. <laughs> Um, you can still roll your intimidate check. Okay, I still want to. Um, I still want to have a go at him. Be like, I'm everybody's yeah. mum. He is currently vastly <laughs> outnumbered as well. Sixteen. Cool. That is enough to beat his influence DC. So he is sufficiently freaked out by the four of you here. He has found you and is going to want to run and get his friends. So at the top of the order, if you guys would just like to sort of bust past him and, and go elsewhere in the house or otherwise try to fuck this guy up, uh, what do we want to do? There are, there are others coming. Quick. Uh, I think we should hot foot. Hot foot. Weren't we going to go on the roof? Um, the roof was the initial plan. You know that there is sort of further down the corridor, there is like a big stairwell that would get you like the main stairwell. Um, although that's where the guards and voices are coming from and where he is looking to run towards. But you could probably get to the attic from other ways. But, Condria, what do you think? Well, I think we'll probably have to run, but I could probably try to knock him out. Like, Do it. I reckon knock him yeah, out, because otherwise he'll know exactly where we're going. Well, the only soft item I've got is... Oh, just everybody close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And she gets the soft, plush unicorn toy that she's been hiding under her trunk and tries to hurl it at his head to knock him out. <laughs> With a toy! It's soft enough it might actually... It's like a weighted toy. It's like all sand and yeah, <laughs> with an 18 strength. Like a weighted blanket, um, but a toy. Yeah. Don't, just don't mention it, all right? Yeah. Uh, okay, tell you what. Make an attack roll, mitochondria. Uh, that's a six. That's not a great an attack roll. <laughs> Do you think that mitochondria is proficient with stuffed animals as a weapon? She, she does have siblings, so probably <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, probably yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> So that's 12. 12 does not beat his armor class of 14. You notice he sort of like shrugs and it catches. He's got a little steel helmet on. You know, he's got a little suit of breastplate armor and it sort of bounces off. Okay, that didn't work. Let's go. Leg it. I can hold the hole and you guys run to try and find it and then they won't know where you're going. We've got to go through them. To get to the tower. Canonically friends with mitochondria's mum. So do I know of, like, a servant's way? I will say you don't know the house that well, because we also established that you play bridge with Lucretia, but not at the house, at a neutral location, like a town bridge club. We did. That's <sighs> so, your specification, uh, if I recall. So you're not that. intimately familiar with the house. Mitochondria could give you a clue as to which way to go, but again, that kind of, like, he's here and he's listening. So any way that you decide to go, the first move is going to be given away. Look for mum's um, favourite flowers. Cheeky. Um, are the rest of you... Turn left altered? at mum's favourite flowers. Mm, um, what's your name? Mugwort? <laughs> Go ahead and make an insight roll to try to get a bead on this clue. Ooh, 15. Okay. On a 15, you guys are sort of in the corridor now. You've got this halfling who's screaming and trying to looking to run away. And you sort of cast your eyes about through the ghost costume. Uh, and see a vase of, like, dead flowers by now, but you see a dead vase of agapanthus on the other corridor, like, on the other way down further towards the end of the house. All right, I'm, I'm going to go that way. You bustle on out. Who's following Mugwort? Yep, I am. Gabs off. I'm going to come with you. Um, Cool. Elsie, you've got, actually, if you use your bonus action to dash, you can essentially, like, move a hell of a lot faster than everybody else Get in the first. party. So why don't you go ahead... Um, 
Great idea. I'm going to use my dash power. Yeah. Uh, make an dash, 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 <laughs> check dash, 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 dash. Investigate check. <laughs> Investigate check. Yeah. 14. Cool. You sort of put enough ahead, you know, uh, mitochondria says turn left at the flowers. Mugwort starts running in the opposite direction to what seems logical. So you go, okay, she's obviously got a clue. You see the dead vase. You sort of hook a left and there's a little, it's just a cupboard with some servants things and bits and bobs. And you're thinking perhaps this is not all that it seems. <laughs> so maybe it's a um, secret. Secret tunnel. Okay. Um. You do get an opportunity attack as this halfling tries to run away from you, mitochondria. Can I try and trip him up with one of my javelins? You could. Yeah. Make a, I would say this is like a dexterity attack. 16. That will uh, trip him up. At least sort of he falls on his face, has to spend half his movement getting back up again. Can I Um, sit on him? Not with your reaction. Damn. Uh, It's enough to like slow him down, but he gets to the top of the stairs and he starts yelling out to the guards. He's like, guards, guards, my lady, my lady, they're up here. They're up here. And you hear chainmail boots starting to run. Um, I'm just going to maintain my presence and um, try and block the way. Yeah, nice. The rest of you arrive at this servant's cupboard. All right. Investigation. Yeah. 11 plus 2, 12. Uh, 11 plus 2 2 equals what? Sorry, (laughs) 13. Okay. Maths Um, is fun. (laughs) Maths check. Quick maths. (laughs) You do not find it. I'm going to... One. (laughs) Um, Cool. So the... DC is going to be at an 18, but I'm going to allow that to sort of drop as multiple checks are made as you're eliminating possibilities. So, Mugwort, would you like to try as well? 12 total. <laughs> uh, still not going to find it, but the DC is lowered again Ooh. now to 14. Elsie. You can do it, Elsie. 16. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. You find at the back of the shelf a little brick, which is weirdly sort of jutting out of the wall. Depress it. And uh, oh, like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my self-esteem. <laughs> and the secret passageway opens. You just um, neg a door into opening. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and you see this passageway. You're not as good as a plank. Sorry, a I'll stop now. <laughs> staircase that leads downwards. Uh, <gasps> and you all... Scurry, 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 scurry. Scurry, scurry, scurry. Yeah. Okay, back in the corridor, mitochondria. You are planted in the corridor. With my full big elephantine presence. Yes. Two... Random city guards show up. Um, in that case, then I will attempt conquering presence. Sick. Conquering um, presence. Yes. A dwarf and a dragonborn. Force each creature within 30 nice. feet yeah. to make a wisdom check fear for one minute. Ooh, okay. Three of them are going to make wisdom saving throws. Bobby, I know, has a plus three. He's quite wise. Okay, so Bandy, uh, Bobby, I should Bandy. say, um, Bandy. gets an 11, so he just oh, fails. His, his yes. Two guards roll a five and a seven with plus zeros, so um, you plant up, flex, Trump delivers a brilliant uh, war trumpet, uh, and they all scooby-doo, they all like, run in the air for like fully three seconds and then start bolting back I love back it when downstairs. they react that way. Cool, so you've bought yourself a second if you want to try to follow your yes, friends. I will try and run away corridor. now that no one can see where we've gone through. Bump, 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 bump. Um, cool, yes. I'm going to revise myself and say that that stair goes upstairs because <laughs> I thought you were on the higher level. So you are now back on the second floor, just in sort of one of the simple drawing rooms and could try to make the attic from here if you want to get all the way up and then do the round. Let's run. Cool. Let's just make sort of like a chase check, shall we? Um, you guys are all going to try to obviously get to where you're going. You're going to try to be quiet because, of course, the guards are still actively looking for you. Uh, yes. So let's go for 
stealth checks yes. to determine how quiet we're being. Shit. <laughs> 12. Mm-hmm. I'm a 12. Okay. Oh, good. 14. 15. Hell yeah. Um, 12 is the cutoff to beat the guard's passive perceptions. So you guys managed to sort of get through. You're sort of able to hear heavy boots moving and uh, cut this way and cut that way. Now we're going to make, say, since you're the navigator mitochondria, um, this is an intelligence check, but with your proficiency, because of course you know the house, just to try to get the sort of easiest route to where you're going in the shortest time possible. We're going shooting for the attic right now. 11. Cool. Beating my sort of coincidental running into each other in a corridor check of eight. You get up to the Alec, Addy, uh, Attic. Attic. <laughs> um, I get a dome now. <laughs> without Hi, uh, crossing paths with anybody uh, on pure Good job. luck. Fuck yeah. So you're now uh, in Absolutely. the attic. Yeah, you get up, find the thing, boom, musty attic, little shafts of light cutting through. And you know this attic pretty much runs around the entire length of the house undisturbed. There are many covered statues and drawers and pieces of furniture and boxes and piles of things. And the little room the that Timothy used to go and hide in. In the attic. In the Sounds attic. like a very sad childhood. You notice that Well, the, we don't mention the chains very often. <laughs> the attic is disturbed quite heavily, actually, from your memory, I would say. The kobolds only occupied the house for less than a day, but in that time, at least a couple of dozen were up here just ransacking everything, just seeing if there was anything cool or useful that they wanted. So the place is actually a bit of a mess. Um, so my brother used to keep his secret things behind a loose brick in one of the corners of the room where he used to hide mm-hmm. when mummy and daddy were acting a little bit too uh, rambunctious mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. So I'm going to go and see if there's any of his belongings still left under there. Yes. Yes, yes queen. Can, yes, can you roll for uh, teenage porn? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I don't want to know what he was into, um, if you don't uh, mind. We about? know what he was into. Yes, that's true. Investigate check. Uh, please do. Give you again advantage due to your familiarity with the environment. Oh, well, I'm probably going to take the 18. Yeah, I'm going to take, take the 18. The 18. <laughs> so um, hell yeah. You find, yeah, it's in the sort of central block attic, so, you know, if you're going to go around towards Timothy's room anyway, you'll probably find it. You spot this little, it's almost like you get through the refuse, things have been torn apart and pulled around and thrown about, and then you find this spot of attic which is just, like, pristinely not fucked with. Uh, you know, the kobolds were friendly with Timothy. That's fair. Uh, and all of a sudden, yeah, there's this, like, certain arrangement of this shelf here and this hanging thing there which, like, oddly protrudes from the wall and you know that there's enough for a room there. Um, you notice that there is a rug in front of where you know that the entrance to be, which wasn't there before. Can I um, investigate that rug a little bit just to see? You sort of look at the rug... Traps. As you <laughs> get close to the rug, um, you notice it's kind of it, the edges hold out, but then the middle is slightly depressed. And lifting it up, you notice a hole oh, just right. get straight through the floor <laughs> into the wow. bottom level, which would have hurt somewhat. Um, there's <laughs> even like random candlesticks just like put in where you would have fallen. Wonderful. Um, cool. So, but that's now that's fully like candlesticks a candlesticks in, in the floor. The yeah, just like just detritus where you would have fallen, so that it hurt more when you hit the oh, ground. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and you know, sh- hard things. I'll just be glad that they weren't pipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All division symbols. Three candles. Yeah. Can I grab the light and swing by my trunk across the hole? Sure, go ahead and make an athletics check. Swashbuckling of me. 
Um, that's 13. Heaps good. You whoop, jump over the little five foot gap, stumble in through the curtain uh, and find yourself in this little alcove. Yeah, there's a little puffy armchair and a oil lamp for reading by a few books and a little all those emo posters that Timothy was always so into all of those bands yeah and so I go and look for his uh, what were some secret of the spot names? yeah I was just thinking <laughs> my alchemical I, romance yes dragon Timothy. blood dragon blood romance you two are a magical creature um <laughs> 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 So I go to the secret spot where Timothy used to keep his precious items. Um, there is a little chest there, which is locked. I um, believe I'm going to grab it um, and run. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you want to try and open it? We're just going to give you a morsel. I th- uh, we can open it when we're yeah. outside. Um, so the chest is here. reasonably heavy, but not so heavy that you can't just lift it up. Um, That's right, my heavy girl. And as you pick up the chest, there's a creak and a shift. Oh, as the something it was leaning on gives. The shelf begins falling onto you. Please make <gasps> a dexterity saving throw. God damn it, Timothy! Oh, a three. That was load-bearing porn. That's <laughs> load-bearing porn. Oh. Okay, it's not so bad. You only take four points of bludgeoning damage as the room kind of collapses around you uh, and you are mildly stuck under all of this debris. Uh, I'm going to roll some perception checks for the guards to see if they hear the cluttering from the attic. Uh, with a 16 and an 18 on the die, even with disadvantage, you hear a distant shout going, Something in the roof! Time to leave, I think. <laughs> I think it's a, probably a good time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Can you help me out of this? Sure. Thanks. Yes. I'll try. <laughs> just, just wiggle me a little bit to the left. Uh, how do we want to do it? Rip her out or try to um, move the furniture? Between the three of you, you can definitely get out. Um, but yep. I'm going to get somebody to make either a strength or dexterity check to avoid causing further harm or injury. Um, whoever's pulling mitochondria out, I want to give you some frosted grapes. Um, cool. Everybody make their Linda checks. Frosted It'll grapes. be athletics with strength or sleight of hand with dexterity. Everybody can roll and we're Light looking to be 12 across the board. Okay, so I roll even though I'm the one that's I got being... a 17. Yeah, you're still okay. trying to like push yourself out. Modified yeah. 20 sleight of hand. Sick. Ooh. <laughs> Two plus five, straight of hands. Seven. Eight. Seven. Oh, I got nine. Yeah, you accidentally try to grab something and just cause something to fall even harder. Uh, mitochondria, you got... Nine. Nine. I got a 17. Um, so the two of you kind of get some really good checks. You do get out of there. But... Both Elsie and Mitochondria are going to take three points of further bludgeoning damage it's as you extricate yourself. a cascade of... Clumsily. Emo... Memorabilia. <laughs> Paper cuts from so many posters uh, and beat poems. And there's, there's, a, there's a record that comes out of its casing and just gets gets mitochondria across your <laughs> yeah. forehead. Timothy's cool. last revenge. Are we going to try to <laughs> relocate before trying to open the box? Yes. 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 Cool. Where would you like to go? We need to get back down to the sewage. Can we just Sewers? go out the window? Can we just go into the roof? And oh, yeah. Um, there's a bit of clearance between your house and any other house because you don't want people like, kind of jumping We've across the roof. We've got a good roof. estate. So if you get to the roof, there's kind of nowhere else to go, but down the wall, and I think we're out of ropes. No, but there's sheets on the bed, aren't there? Oh, yeah, you actually saved the sheet uh, rope from the bed, although I will say it's not long enough to do the entire house. Right, so we could always go... Sorry, we're just below the roof. We could yeah, always get the on roof. the roof, move across to the other side, and get in get in someplace else in the house. Right? All right, Absolutely. let's do it. Hell yeah. That cool. was my one piece of uh, intelligent feedback. I like I'll it. go back to porn jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> you... Run further into the east wing, find a little hatch that you can push a rope out. Um, again, this is a well-made rope, so we have advantage on using it while climbing. Mitochondria, give me a 
a luck check, but you can add your wisdom and proficiency to this to just try to pick a good spot to climb down, which is going to lead into a possibly not too locked up window. Um, Assuming uh, it's better than your intelligence. Not fantastic. Um, You kind of just go to the closest spot and you're sort of out um, outer walls. You're sort of out against the street and all of the windows that you're going to climb down to are all going to be similarly closed and barred like the one you entered the dining um, which was not an insurmountable obstacle. It just took a sec. We're three um, levels up, aren't we? Yeah, you're up on the third level. So it's about 50 feet to the ground at this point. All right, I'm going to drop um, and say everyone land on my back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, a big girl. You could lose me as a trampoline. Cool. So you're just going to try to break it break yep. to the ground? Cool. Um, go ahead and make an athletics check because you can, of course, at least climb down 30 feet and minimize the 12. falling damage. Cool. You... Hike on down the rope, sort of use your dash action to get the full amount and then let yourself go. Drop. Dropping 20 feet is 2d6, which is 10 points of bludgeoning damage from the fall. Yep. And then you can try to help anybody else falling that same distance to mitigate that. Who's All next? right, people, I'll, I'll try to catch you, but just try to fall gently, will you? Can I use acrobatics? Um, for a moment, you can. First thing that's gonna, I'm going to do oh. is make a perception check real quick. Um, mitochondria, do you kind of want to head and make a stealth check with disadvantage to see if you can fall stealthily? (laughs) (laughs) Fall stealthily. Aim for the bushes. Oh. Okay. Um, So the roll was nine. Neither of those beat a 14. As you hit the ground, you go, all right, come down. And you hear a as Hippogriff that was flying around above the house (laughs) begins diving towards you. Of course it was a Hippogriff. Uh, The same fucking Hippogriff. Absolutely. (laughs) I hate that Hippogriff. We're going to roll for initiative again. The worst bird. I'm going to kill it. 18. 10. 5. 4. And 4. I'm really not rolling well today. Neither am I. Mm. This is new dice. All right. So you have been made by the Hippogriff and we'll see if the guards join before too long. So Gub, you are first in the initiative order. You'd like to try to get down to ground level. Are we going down after her or are we going to try and hide and then we can rescue her later? I don't care what you're doing, but I'm going to I'm gonna fight this hippogriff because I hate it. I thought maybe I'd dress up as a baby hippogriff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In case it takes pity on me. I can practice my hippogriff noises. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get to do the ghost, so I want another chance. (laughs) 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 Gotta keep doing this until I do. Do you know what a baby hippogriff looks like? Is there a book of hippogriff-shaped things? It kind of looks like... baby things. It looks like if... If a bird was covered in like half feathers and vomit. Good on. <laughs> All right, Gub, what are you doing? I'll try to acrobatics it down. Try to get down the uh, rope. All right, go ahead. 14. Nice. You get down the rope on movement alone. Hooray. So you can still have an action. I do want to land on mitochondria. I'm going to go for the landing <laughs> on mitochondria. Um, I'm going to get. That's what all the boys say. Mitochondria to make a dexterity check to catch the way I'm rolling, Gub geez. as he falls. 12. Natural. Different die. Uh, only two points of damage to Gov as Mitochondria catches you, halving the falling damage. Great. Um, so Gov is now on the ground, having used your movement. Uh-huh. Uh, you still actually have your action. You see this hippogriff descending, but is still above the roof. Can I wave at it and shout, wait, 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 there's an explanation for everything. <laughs> Uh, you remember from before that these creatures are not intelligent. They don't have language. They're just oh, going to operate on instinct. I won't do that then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can we do any kinds of roles to find out if we know anything about hippogriffs? Mitochondria definitely knows. Like these are fixtures within the city. The old guard have used hippogriffs as mounts for a long time. So they're actually like raised and trained by the guards. 
um, to serve as like riding mounts and lookouts and scouts and to get people important places quickly. So you're thinking this is just, yeah, one of the standard guard hippogriffs who's seen somebody where they shouldn't be and is closing on them to neutralize the threat. You oh, call oh. out a, a whistle and say, go home, dinner time. Uh, that's cool, but it's not It's, it's not my turn. turn. What it's your turn. I was suggesting uh, for you. Well, I was, I was saying, wait, 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 there's an explanation. I'm doing that anyway because I don't know anything about hippogriffs. Yeah. <laughs> is there a rider on it or is it just a uh, This one is unmounted. Oh. You can try to make like an animal handling check to Shh, hope that shoo, it won't attack shoo, you at least. Shoo. Hey, look, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and make the animal handling Throw a stick. check. 19. Nice. Uh, at least won't attack you straight away. Hooray. <laughs> I believe next is said hippogriff. Not attacking Gub. It's going to go straight for mitochondria. Scar! Hippogriffs make two attacks. So there's a 14 and an 18. What's your armor class mitochondria? Um, 16. Okay, so the bite attack gets uh, caught on your new rough Ah! hide, but the claws find purchase in your shoulders. Eight damage from the claws. Gotta be careful so she doesn't die again. Mugwort. So where's the hippogriff in relation to me at the moment? Uh, now it's fifty feet below you on top of mitochondria. Is there anything in Land on this? Land the hippogriff. Ride it. <laughs> okay. No. I. Oh, I do have. Feed it a I pie. do have improved dexterity at the moment. So <laughs> land on it. Ride it like a cowboy. Okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing this, but it's too funny not to do it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try and jump out and jump onto its back and using animal handling. Fuck it up. Okay. <laughs> this is a great plan. I'm very supportive of it. So you're 50 feet in the air. Um, I will say just as a meta thing, you have your bonus action to take a morsel. You could pop yourself an invigorating juice because this do is going to hurt you. You need it. 100% mm. this is going to hurt you. You may die. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Some of what hurts you is going to hurt it as well. It's going to take a percentage of your falling damage as you just crash into this thing at speed. You think I know which dice was which by now, but no fucking dumb. Got me hey. eight, baby. Hey. Hey. So write that in your temp HP column. That will soon be gone because you're about to take 5d6 of falling damage. 5d6? Don't turn into a goldfish. I'm going to get you to make a <sighs> dexterity Fuck. check. To aim yourself. Um, Just a D20? Yep, you add your D4 from the grapes. Uh, my total dexterity is 17. 17 is solid. You fucking jump out the window, land square on this thing's back. Yes. Um, all right. Yeehaw! You personally take 22 points of damage. That's going to bruise in the morning. Um, but deal the same damage to the hippogriff, nice. which okay. nearly kills it. Can I oh. use animal handling? Fully break this thing. Uh, Can I still do anything at this point? Yeah, go ahead and make okay. an animal handling I want to use anal- animal handling, yeah. and what I want to do is just... I want to ride it into the ground. <laughs> go ahead. I just want to like position it in such a way that it just uh, knows right. We all yeah. have those make feelings now and then. Um, 18? 18, yeah. You land on top of this thing, just fully headlock it, uh, and its beak is in the ground. Its wings are just flapping helplessly. Both of your knees are like in its shoulders, so it just cannot get lift. Uh, and these two horse legs are just scrambling on the back of the pavement as it cannot do shit. Um, I'm so happy. Wreck. Oh, shit. Hippogriff, hit points are only 19 in this app. You actually fully just deck this thing by landing on what? it. You squash it. You ride it into the ground. Thing. Yeah, you fully ride this hippogriff into the ground. Wow. Yeah. Um, good is it, turn, is it dead now? Um, that hippogriff is fully down. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Um, hell yeah. It is now 
mitochondria's turn. Well, I hope nobody thinks any less of me, but I'm going to lay hands on myself. Nice. <laughs> While you're um, watching Mugwort ride yeah. the, the, the ground. I to the ground, that's right. Nice. Carolina um, finds so... that funny. Mugwort doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So now I'm on 16. Cool. You're down on the street. You've got Mugwort. Ride him hard at Murd. Ride um, him hard. Assuming you want to stay still so that you can continue to help catch people. I'm on the ground. I'll wash though, my hands yeah? first, yes. <laughs> um, Elsie, it is now your turn. So I'm upstairs and everyone else is down. Yep. Yeah, Gub got down as well. Quite a long way for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Throw down um, the sheets. Because I'm small, I'll be easier to catch, right? Yes. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. I got a two takeaway two. You get down, sweaty palms, you grab the sheet, you just slips, um, you catch your heel on the edge of the thing and just go into a head spin. Oh. Uh, give me dexterity saves from anybody on the ground. Don't let me tie. Do I still get a um, Ooh, 19? Um, increase of oh. my frosted grapes? Yes, she but you'll me. be at disadvantage for having been currently involved with the hippogriff. Mitochondria had 20. We got a dirty 20 from mitochondria, that'll do. Elsie, tumbles, tumbles, tumbles. <gasps> Catch! I um, gotcha! This is Thank you. still going to hurt, but uh, it's going to be... Um, the damage is going to be halved by getting caught and... Oh, that's a good roll. 17 halved. So you only take eight points of damage, Elsie. Oh. Four for mo- mitochondria. Yeah. Halfling just kind of cracks you in the I'm, face. I don't have any hit points left. Did oh. you get to zero? Yes. Oh, dear. Elsie, you catch her, but there's still like a bit of a crack. As Why she did I follow you, foolish <laughs> Elsie? Oh, this is um, the end. Elsie is on zero. Um, oh, no. It's all right. You just fainted. It's all again, right. Yeah, you've got medicine checks and or just healing potions that you could give her. We've got a couple of healing um, potions on us. I've, I've got one. Yeah. That's okay. First, at initiative two, one of the guards pokes their heads out the window oh. goes, wait, stop, thieves! And Not a thief, it's mine! <laughs> cocks a crossbow and <gasps> takes a shot. I'm going to roll a d6. It's going to shoot at Gub. Okay. You're still waving your arms. Um, that definitely hits. Damn. He actually uh, wings you for five points of damage. Oh, all right. And he's going to yeah, call to his buddies. Uh, we are now at the end of the initiative round, so he is you the round. only guard who has eyes on you, but the rest know you're outside now. You hear distant squall of another one, <laughs> yet more air, air, air reinforcements. Um, but you're outside, you're on the street. Just, just run can, for it. Uh, make a run for it. I got a question for you because I am a cook. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I feel yeah, like how tasty is your big riff stew? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I feel oh like my it's. God. it's you could use your action to take a souvenir, absolutely. I would like to, please. There's yeah, guards cool. there, though. Um, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. I am... Uh, Are you going for... gets really tunnel vision. Tenderloin, wing, claw, um, Probably cheek. something that would for? do well. Like, something that's probably close at hand. Look, the well, thing that's probably LC closest is on last to me... <laughs> Just <laughs> saying. You know, I'm going to take Less than. the head. Wow. Wow. That's uh, that's going to take some <laughs> serious doing, and you also don't have a meat cleaver in your inventory. Why don't you just take a claw? I've got a rapier. <laughs> I'm sorry? Really? You stab the neck off it. Yeah, can you help me out, Gub? I'm shocked, and I've committed war crimes. <laughs> I'm shocked because I'm dying. Look, I'm, I'm oh, dying. Join the, Join the club. Dying. Join the club. Elsie dies very loudly, okay. doesn't she? Yeah. She does. She's just a whinger. She's fully, like, she's fully having a seizure yeah, right now. Can you help me, like, cut off this hypocrite's um, head, please? I'm going to say, with 
especially with a rapier, which is not a good cutting tool for a big fucking <laughs> eagle horse's it's head. Like this. this is going to take you minutes. You can't to carry get fine. I'll wow. take the easiest piece yeah. of meat available. But I am the tongue. Going to eat it. The tongue. I'm actually. I'm totally on the tongue, right? Yeah, you the could, tongue. You've got do a it. pocket knife. You could get the tongue Absolutely. at least. Absolutely. And it's a delicacy. Um, they are. They are quite tender. Yeah, I'm going to take the hippogriff's tongue. Okay. Sick. In every sense In of the word. In every way. Look, this is definitely ew. I also, if I have the capacity, I want to give Elsie a magic potion. Yeah, go HP. for it. Um, nine. Sick. Elsie, you are nine hit points now. <gasps> uh, you get glug glugged. Hands smelling of Oh, because you wouldn't have seen me cut off a tongue. Um, no, like, you just see Mugwort holding a fucking blood. tongue and a vial of potion. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, you're in mitochondria's arms. A lot of things have happened this in the last few. Strange, just a strange day. <laughs> um, which way would you guys like to run? So you're out in the area. You've got like main streets to run towards. Let's run the opposite could... direction that we plan on going to stay. So I say we run the direction that is not in the way of the pie shop and then... Mm. When we're out of sight, we turn around. We get sort lost of in crowds. Mid to late afternoon, it's the upper city, which means that the traffic is not high because there's just like there's not a lot of people around, but there are certainly people out on the streets. One guard has eyes on you. You have the house of Sunfang sort of 10 minutes, say, clockwise around the hill, which you have been meaning to get to, but are currently <laughs> uh, a little hot. Um, I don't think Mugwort should be going into the house of Sunfang with... Bloodied hands and a. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the tongue in my bag. I will say, oh, that, yeah, certainly, be interesting. Um, just get lint to There's churches you could get to to play the old sanctuary rules, is, maybe. Is, is my um, um, son anywhere nearby? Or the is he in the pink other side? The cathedral Roll of Magenta is in this district. Yeah, I would like to go. I think we should uh, just go to my be son. quite nearby. Um, okay, let's go ahead and. Make another, maybe even an encounter roll. Oh, <laughs> I got me a one. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I got 11. 13. Nine. Passes. Nine. Also passes. Okay, so Mugwort, natural one. I need you to roll a six-sided dice to see what encounter you trigger. I'm all out of spells. It's a two. We have the lost child. Um, what species is this child? I'm about to find out. It is a gnome. Ugh. There's a random baby gnome. Uh, to say baby gnome, a toddler gnome. Um, baby gnome. Just baby kind of wandering gnome. in the street, just having a cry. It's got a little hippogriff teddy. Um, you guys, yeah, you can run straight past this can child I, can or I do roll something for to mom? help. Uh, you can roll for mum. I'll just kick this it like is, a soccer ball as you run past. check, essentially. It's a 13. Okay. Uh, what do you say to them? What's your name? Where are your parents? <laughs> um, do you want to come on they... an exciting adventure with us? <laughs> no. Are, are they anywhere? Would you um, like a love my, um, my name is, she tells you her name is Azalea. And my uh, parents, Iggy. No, <laughs> yes, I'm. As, well, my, my my family name is Iggy. Um, Azalea Iggy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were shopping for tools and instruments, and I can't find them. Are we anywhere near a tool shop? Uh, you're in sort of like the main arcade in the central ring, so there are lots of little shops, and you do see a shop with like a little treble clef off in the distance in the church direction. Yeah, I want to take this little gnomeling's hand and mm-hmm. say, okay, well, your parents are probably down there, so let's take you back. Hell yeah. Also, you can just leave them at the shop, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> she says, please don't leave me. I'm Lost so and alone found and for children. No. Um, it's a transit authority Maybe she thing, can right? become a busker. She's clearly musically talented. Her name's Iggy Azalea. <laughs> I literally wrote <laughs> from mom, guys. Uh, okay, so you arrive at the instrument shop, the... Shop owner is a sort of willowy looking elf who's showing a gnome like a bunch of oboes. She's like, this one has really good timbre. It's made of like ghost ash. So it's very light, but it's got a really rich and voice. And you can't and see gnome it. is like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. As we enter the shop, uh, I 
pull out my lute because for some reason I've got my lute with me and I yeah. play a B flat minor chord to announce the <laughs> child's coming in. Cool. Uh, go ahead and make a war with performance yeah. is, is the one we're going for. Uh, 19. Hell yeah. You hit this. Sadness, but this. Yeah, it's a little melancholic. A bit of story. Um, the elven shop attendant, like fully a shiver, runs up their spine. They go, what is this magic? And this gnome turns around and goes, oh my God, it's alien. Oh gosh. Um, where have you been? Why are you with these strangers? Uh, she wandered off and <sighs> we brought her back. She's always wandering off. You never know. You never know. She's, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm bit, I- bit Iggy. Um, thank bit you so I- much. Bit Bit, no, sorry. Prepa- I'm, I'm from Bits and Barbs. Um, Bits and Bobs is like a new artificer's shop which has opened up on the other side of town, uh, which is doing very well for itself. You notice when Thick Boy announced yesterday over like the new loudspeaker system that runs throughout the city has been uh, minted by this pair um, and you appear to have met one of the owners. Um, she says, oh my god, thank you so much for saving Bob. I'd be so annoyed if I lost her again. <laughs> I just, I forget my own head if it wasn't screwed on right. Um, stop wandering off, Iggy. Alright, um, so thank you so much. Um, yes, please pop by anytime, you know? Your speaker system is amazing. Top oh, quality. So I would love to play on it sometime. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? We've been looking for like, you know, we're going to do like news announcements and we need like a dump da 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 sort of thing. I can do that. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah um, here's my card. <laughs> also, bit, bit icky. <laughs> yes. Seeing as we brought back your daughter who you've lost a couple of times. Indeed. In exchange, can you give us an invention, please? Oh. Ooh, you know what? You know, how silly of me. Trust I, the thief. I'm a little... <laughs> I was asking this time. <laughs> totally different. I can be precocious That's in it. my nature. What does she give you? Um, oh, stumped the DM. Yeah. <laughs> um, to help us with the quest. Some um, thingamajigs. Um, I've got a few bits of love thingamajigs on my anything person. that can open um, locked... Containers. Oh, I tell you what, yeah, check this out. She pulls out, like, um, this is like a single-use sonic screwdriver. (gasps) Yeah, it'll do, like, one one free, basically, open-close spell. Didn't realise you were a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) She uh, pops that in Elsie's hot little hands and uh, pops up her her new oboe and uh, flits off. Assumingly with her daughter. She Uh, just ditched her again. Yes, she remembers. <laughs> Roll for child. Yeah, the child just like starts wandering oh, off, looking bow. at the harps. <laughs> oh, She's I got a curious spirit. Duck to the shop door and just check if we're being followed. You sort of notice one guard sort of running down the street with something of a purpose, and you sort of get everyone to chill out in the shop, and he sort of runs down the road and keeps going. You seem to have. Is it, can, can we ask the, the, um, the elf if there's like a like a back entrance that we can leave through? She says there might be. Um, These from one, uh, oh, one, one, one musician to, to another. Uh, you'd, you'd be helping us <laughs> out of a oh, real vibe. Can you sing her a song, you know, one of those special songs those that special you songs? sing? Those special uh, songs. Uh, it's mm. quite magical. You know, I saw it once and it changed my life. Changed your life? You're you really see, I used to be much yeah. smaller and I grew as a result of this song. And I poke, I poke my head around behind from because I was hiding behind everyone else. Yeah. And I said, yeah, and I Whoa. used to be a dragonborn. Ah! <laughs> oh, I kind of wish we were in a china shop. <laughs> an elephant um, in an oboe shop. <laughs> an elephant in an oboe shop. Go, go ahead. First, I was afraid. <laughs> I was petrified. I kept thinking we would all get caught and then we would all probably die. Oh. But then I saw your beautiful face Ooh. and I thought, hmm, she'll be able to help. Uh, mm, mm. How does the rest of the song and go? And so I asked, 
And so How I asked, is there a way to get out of this shop? Yeah. And she said yes. Just walk down that corridor. Yes. And then you'll have it on the floor. Just shang a right. I don't know. It just rhymed. That's just too good. Don't even have to roll. You saunter out the back door with full musical accompaniment. Everyone else leaves before me and I sort of play. Longingly on the door door frame as you guys walk down the alley. Cool. Y'all are able to find the back alley route, end up at the back end of the Magenta Cathedral, and you can pop on inside. Well, that was a bit nice. of an adventure. I would like to call out for my son. Um, Tobias, mummy's here. <laughs> then I cool. immediately regret saying that. You walk into the main area, standard giant cathedral, pink stone and what's that, pinkish uh, rocks? Uh, yeah, some like rose quartz, uh, love hearts everywhere. And Tobias is just kind of like walking around, checking candles, and goes, "Oh, mom, yay, good, so lovely." And the visage of seeing a group covered in blood in (laughs) ghost costumes is fine. So yeah, this is business as usual. (laughs) Good to see you're out, uh, out and about again. You know, I was gonna worry that you would get all like stuck inside because you didn't want to go out and people making fun of you and stuff. And why would they do that? Um, no reason. Mm. No reason at all. I thought. Um, are you guys good? You need. You look pretty beaten up and worse for wear. <laughs> Would love a shower and a bed and a and a pie. <laughs> um. Well, not necessarily. I, I'd, li- in I'd that like order. to put something in your icebox, Tobias. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, tell you what, let's let's go back to the sort of abbot's quarters. We can. I can run up a bath and uh, do you, do you a nice short rest. How's that? Sounds lovely. Thank you, son. Cool. You guys retire in the. Cathedral, you may take a short rest. Um, we have that copyright infringement tool. Yeah. Do we want to open the cookie jar or do we want to use it to crack open Timothy's secret chest? Do you guys want to use the magic lens to look at anything? While you yes. Most of the things. Cool. You pop the lens out and check things out. So the cookie jar, you notice, yes, the lock is mildly magical, but it's more mechanical, but the device will potentially work. You notice as you look at it, it does appear to be a ceramic jar, but potentially even like magically reinforced. So your options for opening this thing are like a DC 25 strength check to break it um, or that sort of combined DC 18 strength check and dexterity check at the same time to get the the top off. Uh, the chest you notice is mundanely locked, but it's kind of the standard house heart fire lock, which would only take a rogue's open locks sleight of hand check of DC 18. Just smash it onto the ground? Yes, that would only Unless be a DC 20 to break this precious collection chest. of Fabergé eggs um, that you as would destroy you, forever. As you look inside it from the lens, you notice inside the chest there are a couple of potions. Could also give Elsie some frosted grapes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it brings it to 18. That's the DC on its own. Oh, perfect. The box opens. There are two magical potions, a little pouch of dust, mm. a scroll, and a charcoal grey... Dog-eared notebook with a violet warlock's script. The the writing on the front, Elsie, you can read, says "Book of Shadows." <gasps> it says "Book of Shadows." What a fucking weeb. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> hey, no, it's, no one reads this it's stuff my, except me. All right, this is still my day brother. At Hogwarts, I had long and re- long black and red hair. He really did like and that no red stripe of hair on his. Like Thank it was you. the only yeah. dragonborn to have a stripe of hair, but he was really proud of it. Can we look at the uh, the potions more closely? I'd like to examine these things by myself, please. This was my brother. 
Oh. Aren't we all dead? Uh, Aren't we all family now anyway? Honestly, I'd just like to have a look at these items myself first, if that's all sure. right. Sure. Okay. Sure. Cool. Uh, what are you looking at first? Um, I, well, I want to unroll the scroll and see if I can discern anything in it. Yes. The scroll is like a straight-up magic scroll. It is a scroll of protection from beasts. Uh, when activated, it what will give you a barrier for beasts and monstrosities, like, for instance, hippogriffs. But it's a short-term thou shall not pass to beasts and monstrosities specifically. It doesn't work on people or, like, super magical monsters. Um, the magical potions, can we do the look in the, with the glass thingy? Yeah, uh, go and ahead and mirror, do an mirror, arcana check for me. Arcana this is an intelligence check, check with arcana. Arcana, do it! Huh? <laughs> oh! Whoa. Nice. 20. Um, yes, these are quite commonly used as well. Chicana. So you find out the one is a standard potion of healing one. and the other is a potion of giant's strength, Ooh. which will change the wearer's sometime. strength to 20 for a full minute, I believe. Cool. That's great. Um, the pouch of dust. Should you make another check for this one? That's your grandmother. Ah. Oh. Oh. Ow, dude. Roll for grandmother. Roll for yeah. grandmother's. <laughs> so 13. This one, you're not quite sure. Yeah, it's a fine dry powder, the sort of thing you could pinch and throw, but somebody else might have to look at it to figure out what is going on there. I'll just put grammar in my um, pocket for now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I'm going to open the journal, but I'm going to look for key things rather than just read aloud the books of my um, brother's journal. Right on. You sort of open up to one of the earlier pages and there's a poem in there. It's like, uh, sheets stained wet. Never am I going to forget (laughs) their slight, that blight of family feuding, always interrupting my brooding. They don't understand. Nobody could ever know. They could never comprehend. Yeah. Um, The love between a man and that which cannot be demand dead <laughs> dead like so many fish in a barrel and it just goes on like this you can understand why i didn't think it was timothy doing the bad things <laughs> so there's maybe going back a year's worth of stuff in here and there's a kind of a few months of just poetry and oh, i'm so sad and you're kind of getting hints of that whole his love with quincy kind of coming up um and then at one point there is just a page of truly madly scribbled triangular symbols not quite like the Unified Church of Light triangle, but more, imagine if you sort of took an equilateral triangle and pulled the f- um, sides in so that you had crosses out the edges. Oh, oh God, okay. Um, and <laughs> then things start getting truly unintelligible. Everything seems to be written in arcane script. Is there a book of triangles anywhere? I can look at <laughs> And you see, you start seeing this symbol coming up and up again. And every now and then an actual poem or journal entry shows up and just those ideas of isolation. Um, and he starts talking about a figure called the Drowned Rat. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, something about the salvation of the downtrodden and then things just start getting just gibberish, gibberish, gibberish as the magical language that you can't comprehend. He always wasn't emo. Over. All right, well, that was fascinating, but... Um, are you sharing any of it with us? The pertinent details and the upside-down triangle, I think, are appropriate. I think the, I'll keep the poetry to myself. Mm. The upside-down triangle. Um, assuming we're allowed to look at this stuff now, I'd like to use the lens on the triangle. As you hold the lens over the triangular symbol, it starts glowing violet. 
Mm. And you can see like all of this arcane gibberish script has that gently sparkling, scintillating arcaneness about it. Elsie, as you look at this, you start to sort of key in because you have you like the illusory bus? script spell, you have the voice because you have the warlock's connection. But this is a different patron to yours. So it may take a little bit of work to try to decipher what's being written here. But I can try. Yeah. So, um, could we see if my son has access to the Book of Triangle Things? <laughs> and he says, of course, yeah, we got a standard library. It's not like, it's not Church of Cyan. You know, they've got like the deluxe edition, um, but we have the basic. He pulls it so out. So that's called the Big Book of Triangles. Uh, go ahead and make an investigate check with advantage. Your son will give you the help action here. Uh, 16. You're sort of going through the book. It's kind of alphabetized and you do not find this symbol. You do, however, at about the D section, there is a fully a page ripped out of the book. <gasps> There's a missing D. I took the D. <laughs> we have to find the D. I'm a big fan of the D myself. <laughs> um, I want to ask my son, what's with the missing page? Um, he's like, oh, um, back when we got the books and sort of set the library in, um, obviously the Chief cleric, you know, checked the books for heretical notions and sort of unsavory things that it would not do well to teach people about and removed some pages. Something you can do. It was policy. Um, is there still the same head cleric is, now as there was then? Yeah, I think so. Can we go and um, see if he knows anything about this? Oh, sure, 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 sure. Should we perhaps open the thing that has the clue to the quest oh, yes. that, the you know, you're going to get rid of my family's house and all? Okay, well, can we use the copyright infringement tool? You can use the copyright infringement tool. I like it. Um, The tool will negate one of the rolls required. So it's a DC 18 strength check and a DC 18 dexterity check to pull this lid off. I think it's easier if we Um, get rid of the strength and then get Elsie to use it with the dex. You're all full of grapes. (sighs) Okay. I will do it. Cool. Slide of hand check. With a bonus D4. (laughs) What's that on the die? Nine plus five. Fourteen. You need to roll a four on the D4 to oh. get this. L-C, L-C, L-C. Oh, it's a two. Oh. Sorry. Um, try as you might, you cannot just get the get the leverage just right. This thing is whirring away and it's like putting torque and on the head. And we needed to use the um, copyright um, infringement tool once. Yes. The uh, copyright infringement tool whirs to a stop. The lights die inside. Mm. I'm sorry. How good is Tobias's dex? Um, it's, it's, it's not high. <laughs> no. I will say if two people want to work together, one person could try the strength check and one person could try the dexterity check. All right, let's do this. Okay, I'll try again. Um, Mugwort could even protein mitochondria up. Well, yeah, do you want to have a, um, a salmon pie, mitochondria? Sure. Uh, if I uh, boost my strength with that potion. I probably oh, wouldn't don't use, it, use for it for that. The trick no? with the potion is it's only actually going to boost your strength by one point because your strength is already so high. Okay. Yeah, whereas this, um, um, the, the packed protein adds 1d4 to all damage rolls and yeah. ability checks made using yeah, strength. Yeah, that'll take me higher. And yeah. this comes back after a rest. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, yeah, okay. Um, sweet, so... Slash of hand. Rolls. Or do you want to do yours first? Right. Let's roll together and okay. hope and for the best. Fours. Three, two, two one... one. Oh, 17 plus 5. Okay. And 15 for me. All right, you need to roll that D4 plus a D4. and get a 3 or a 4. <gasps> four. Oh, yes! Yes, <laughs> luckily Elsie's got, you know, tiny little hands. She sort of, like, gets those studs depressed and mitochondria's big elephant tusk. You've got the trunk on the bottom of it Absolutely. for extra leverage. Cookie jar leverage. <laughs> uh, crack this thing open. And inside <laughs> is a, a crank. Basically a hand crank. 
Uh, you sort of clanks out, clunk, 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 onto the ground. It's well, that's a key. If if mm-hmm. I ever saw one, it's like you what you would sort of plug into a car door to do an old school roller window. The handle end is brazen and sort of done in very nice little sort of skirt, <gasps> circular filigree. Beautiful with the big handle reaction, and a big Elsie. sort of socket end. She's got an idea. I was just wondering, have we seen this crank before? Uh, you haven't checked the book of crank things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a crank from a certain yeah. orb. Uh, it's not a crank from a certain orb. Book of crank um, Can you ask Tobias if he has a book of crank things? He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, ah, I'm afraid we don't have the book of crank uh, things. It's really more of a more of a gnomes thing. I will say that it has the cast to it that the orbs mechanics had. Maybe it's for an anti-orb. What's an, what's an inside-out orb look like? An orb. (laughs) (laughs) You get the sense that in as much as the lens gives you ability to see things in a special way, that perhaps this crank could do all kinds of weird magical shit depending on what you tried it on. As long as it's something that could be cranked, you know, something that you need to apply leverage to um, in any way. (laughs) The socket end has this kind of weird, um, you know, those pin sculpture things where you make your hand print and it's just like a thousand metal pins. Um, the, the end of the socket kind of looks like that, like you could put anything in it. Skeleton crank. Cool. So you guys have now the special crank, the second key, and you pop up to see the chief cleric of the Church of Magenta. Okay. We have a non-binary, very sort of light and airy halfling. They've got like a big voluminous robe, which makes their sort of like body shape basically just indistinguishable. Excellent. Um, very sort of youthful complexion. Um, and a big sort of high pony. Ponytail, presumably. Can they shape their hair in the shape of a horse, please? Yes. Um, <laughs> Tobias sort of knocks gingerly on the study and he goes, yes, please come in. Ah, Mrs. Mugwort. Oh, so good to see you. Elsie, champion of the city. Um, who, whoa. She me. spots Mido. Please introduce me to your acquaintances. So this is uh, my good friend... Mitochondria. Hello, greetings. Uh, previously, uh, <laughs> a very good friend of mine, uh, and a person with whom I am still deciding. Gub. <laughs> she goes. Um. Wait, mitochondria heart fire. I. Truly. A little bit. She looks. She's truly baffled as Didn't she sort of comes up. Um. Well, I didn't really want everyone knowing I was an elephant person until I'd actually seen my mother. Well, we can keep this under the hat. Um, yes, please. I wouldn't dream of uh, breaking such news ahead of you. That would be... Um, did, she's tries to get a sense of like what you're all about, but is just so baffled by everything about you. What um, is this huffling's name? I was just going with Summer. Summer Dirt. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, Summer Dirt. Let's go with that. Summer Dirt. It's, a quite, a, it's quite a well-known halfling uh, family. They're very earthy kind of types. Someone goes, yes, this is quite um, interesting. Resurrection, you know, it's not unheard of. Reincarnation, also not unheard of. So, cool. Just don't judge me, right? Wouldn't dream of it. Wouldn't right. dream of it, my dear. Summer's a um, sweetheart. Uh, what can I help you guys with? So, we're doing this quest yes, thing yes, of course. to reclaim mitochondria's house she goes oh yeah wow like yeah your house is up for grabs um i'm sure that's very intense for you it's it's discombobulating yes to say the least yeah she's sort of just like kind of (laughs) being a halfling kind of can't really grab you by the upper arm and squeeze your arm but she sort of like gets you by the just above the knee (laughs) (laughs) and just like yeah just lays a reassuring hand and you're just like yeah 
Thank you. It's, it's nice to have a little bit of understanding considering the topic. So I would like to explain that in the process of finding the next clue, we stumbled across the notes mm. from mitochondria's brother, Timothy. Oh, wow. And we were able to find some mysterious symbols mm-hmm. of a triangular nature. Mm. And when we looked it up in the book of triangular things, those pages had been removed. We understand that that was done so that people wouldn't dabble in, in dangerous arts. But we have reason to believe that if we were to that if we were to understand these symbols, we might be able to reverse some of the calamities which have undertaken this town, mm-hmm. such as Maratface. <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. I'll give you advantage. 18. Hell yeah. They go, yes, I absolutely believe you have the best of intentions. She goes into a cabinet, opens a little locked drawer, and pulls out a sheaf of papers and pulls out the symbol of the drowned rat. And she goes, yes, this particular entity that we're outlawed, um, as you know, of course, we have the six gods who live in the sky and we rejoice in their visage every day and night. The three gods of the light and the three gods of the dark. And of course, we have their counterparts, those sealed beneath the earth. Some think that these are malicious. Some think that these are helpful. Um, We know, of course, the warlocks of the lake, while they are somewhat outcast, often actively assist our society in many ways. The the jester we know and the and the seeker of the Chartreuse Order, um, Faye and Polar, they are often mischievous and tricky, but, um, you know, they're not enemies of the people. But this particular entity was branded in the old language as the Destroyer. And it appears that they are highly, highly antisocial. They seek only to tear down what is built up and... Um, Yes, all mention of their existence was outlawed by the city council, well, centuries ago. I know I shouldn't have been listening to that music. <laughs> Those parental advisory warnings are there for a reason. I'm starting to get that. Gosh. Uh, I'm assuming that since the entire world hasn't been destroyed by previous denizens of the Drowned Rat, yes. that there is some way to negate or reverse the things that they have done. Hmm. Well, uh, God's curses are often quite tricky. Um, I mean, you have the diary. If you could read it, then perhaps just understanding the function and the nature of the orb could allow us to reverse it. Using a his true opposite would be kind of the way to go. All right. Um, if you could wield their oppositional magic to sort of help cancel out. So problems. what's the opposite of the drowned rat? Um, the, the incredibly dry bird. Well... <laughs> Um, funnily enough, it's the 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 innocence of the Chartreuse Order. Actually, like the, the the energy that lives at the bottom of Lake Polar is, at least in the sort of uh, diagrams that I have learned, the opposition of uh, the Violet God. Is Chartreuse the lake that we visited? Yeah. Oh, is that what the the, the um, hernia? Yes, hernia and Potitetus are both Chartreuse. Potitetus. Uh, I will tell you as well. You've got the opposite in terms of the warlock's opposite is the Chartreuse Order. You also have the parents, well, sort of the parents. We sort of understand that these secondary entities, the secondary colours, if you will, come from a combination of each of the primary deities, one light and one dark. So the lover is the mother of the destroyer, and it is the the tempest, actually, the blue god, who is the patriarchal 
connection. So potentially wielding uh, the magics of the lover and the tempest together could undermine this magic. I'd just like to ask a question too yeah. about the whole, and she indicates herself <laughs> situation. Situation. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone I could ask? In a, you said you've heard of um, people who've possibly reincarnated um, before. Look, and, I, um, I will say honestly, the only person I could tell you to ask is me. Right now, I'm stumped, but I can like I can meditate on this. If you want to come back tomorrow, I can prepare some auguries. I can do some. Uh, divination I can ask I and I could probably tell you about the the kind of vision things that I've been having really I can sense the lover's essence here I'm just not sure what's going on yet okay and I just keep it on the down low yeah absolutely I wouldn't dream of breaking your own news thank you I also have a question for you yes my love and I take off the pendant Mm. you said that there were parents yes of other gods Mm. is there a child of the union of this um she sort of like looks at that for a second goes oh i haven't seen one of those in a long time um the unified church of light was a big deal a little while ago it's the last sort of 30 years they sort of came up and they were a big deal in the city and then they started getting really really right wing um and just like trying to homogenize everything because like everyone understands that the energy of life comes from the light and the sort of the energy of what we understand is death and destruction comes from the dark and that people are afraid of that, but it's still a necessary part of what is our existence, right? So the Unified Church of Light started making moves to become the whole religion of the city, so they got bounced. But like a lot of their priests and their followers kind of went out into the countryside to promote their agenda. Uh, And from what I've heard, it did not go terribly well. No. Do you know um, where they've ended up? I got a, I got a sense that, like, yeah, they headed out and maybe relocated to the mountains. There might be a monastery up there. And, of course, um, it's weird, but I saw Thick Boy put the banner out at the start of the festival as well. Like, he sort of hung it off the balloon. Um, he might be making moves to revive the order. You don't know of any of the old um, priests? Or certainly, I haven't. I haven't heard of any of them coming back Mm, into the city, but Thick Boy, Mm. um, Thick Boy is definitely up to something. Yeah. Where would you guys like? Well, I'm absolutely bugged. Can we perhaps, you know, rest down for the night? Cool. So we're returning to Mugwort's. Yeah, I can so. For the night, I could do with a pie. Yeah, I make a special. Let's have some lunch and then we can go and see my mom. Before we leave, Mm. I take the tongue out of Tobias's (laughs) box (laughs) and taking it home. Lovely. Let's not explain it all. Why I have a hypocrite tongue. <laughs> like, yep, he'll be just be looking at it, legit. and like he'll be looking at me. Like maybe, hopefully, she'll say something. But he's too polite yeah, to ask. Actually, ask. All right, as you guys are traveling down, you got to go sort of back to the middle ring through the center of the city to the south hill to get to Mugwort's Pies. As the sun lowers in the sky and the golden hour, there is no sun. Stop it. Um, <laughs> as the shadows lengthen from some unknown light source. You see the red zeppelin floating in the sky, that white banner with the three colours floating off it. And as you sort of walk through the middle city, um, you see somebody in a grey tabard with this triangular symbol on their chest, (gasps) ringing a bell and saying, Hear ye, hear ye, join the new unified church of light. Leave your old cathedrals on that dusty dragon's hill behind and join the new and improved 
good guys. Da, da, da. And that is where we will end our session. Do they sell white goods? I was just thinking, Absolutely. can we get a discount? <laughs> blenders blenders for everybody who signs up tomorrow, courtesy of Bits and Bobs. We might be evil burbs. I don't really know. And that's... We've got a triangle symbol. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Uh, as always, I'm Damien Ashcroft. Please thank Carolina Furman. Thanks. Uh, thank you, you and Laurie. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth Savage. Thank you. And thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Check us out in all the usual places: Instagram at Cerulea Podcast, Patreon at Cerulea Podcast, and just live well and ask questions. And roll prosper. high for happiness. Don't roll for hug like mugwort. <laughs> <laughs> She's roll not for child.